It's a very warm welcome to uh, Marawa Sport Worldwide on this 10th day of July 2019. It's a busy sporting night and there's no doubt about it. All eyes be cast to the television after 9 o'clock as uh, Bafana Bafana will be taking on the mighty Nigeria Super Eagles. And the AFCON quarterfinals 2019. There's one game on the go at the moment. It is Senegal up against Benin. Uh, Ten minutes in and there's still no score on the board. But we'll keep you posted on that throughout the evening as well. Uh, we'll, we'll start the notes on a rather sad note. Uh, following the passing of James Small, we'll pay tribute to him and also speak to Tanda Manana. And then uh, later on, uh, we obviously focus on the big game tonight, Nigeria versus Bafana Bafana. We won't call it Bafana Bafana, as the commentator did so a few nights ago against Egypt. But uh, there's plenty to talk about. We'll welcome in a couple of uh, Super Eagles fans and a couple of Bafana Bafana fans into the studio. We also get to uh, touch base with Dwayne DeLocco, who is over in Egypt. And he'll be watching the game tonight, not commentating on that game, but uh, he will be keeping a very close eye on the progress between Bafana Bafana and Nigeria. And then also, you could be our ultimate uh, champion coach tonight in our competition that takes place after 7 o'clock. So listen up to, uh, and we'll give a chance to our Orlando Pirates fans as well as Kaiser Chiefs fans. Maybe you one of those lucky ultimate champion coaches that will win tonight's prize. So listen after 7 o'clock for that. But firstly... Let's talk about James Small. The 1995 Rugby World Cup winner, Wing James Small, has passed away at the age of 50. He was reportedly on his way from Cape Town, Johannesburg, when he suffered a heart attack. He lived in the mother city with his 14-year-old daughter, Ruby, where he, was, uh, where he owned a restaurant. While Small played 47 tests for South Africa and also played for the old Transvaal team, who later became known as the Lions. He also played for the Natal Sharks and Western Province. He was the leading try scorer in the 1996 Super 12 season. Small is the third member of the 1995 Springbok team to have died. Uh, flank Ruben Kruger died from a brain tumor back in 2010. And scrum off US Fanavestazen uh, passed away from motor neuron disease in 2017. Well, this is a, a clip we found uh, where Gerald de Kock was in conversation with the Springbok wing, James Small, back in 1997, talking about his playing days for the Springboks as well as being a senior player in the squad. Now Tanu'u. Defence looks a little bit flimsy out wide. It gets there now for Lomu. Scragged to the ground by James Small. Just getting a little bit testy there. Lomu was involved. James Small. Well, James Small did a fine job. Then he got in the inside of Jonah Lomu and instead of overcommitting himself too soon, made sure he got a decent hang onto his jersey uh, before he committed himself to the tackle or went off his feet. But at least he was able to contain him. One man who'll be giving his all in every session is James Small. When the Western Province wing came on for Russell Bennett against the All Blacks at Ellis Park last Saturday, he became the most capped player in Springbok history, surpassing Frick Dupria and Jan Ellis, who each played 38 tests. Small is well aware of the fact that he is now, at 35, the senior man in the squad. It's different at the moment. It's, uh, it's kind of weird. We've got a lot of young guys around, so it's the guys that are, that are new faces and new to the whole environment. So... It's different. I think if, uh, you know, I've had a lot of calls during the week, guys like Robert Tupira were around and Dickie Muir and the guys that have been around a long time, it would, I would feel different. But no, I just feel like, you know, it's a new chapter that started. So I've got to, got to try and work hard now. How do you think you, you, as a player, have improved since those early days? I mean, when you, when you made your test debut? 
I don't know. I just, I think it's a level of consistency that you've got to, you know, achieve at this at this level. It's, you know, guys come in and out of the game and they up on one level and then, you know, the next game they're down on another level. And I've managed to, to main, maintain consistency at least. I'm trying to work on things one-on-one and, and my speed and things like that, which I need to work on, which have always been a little bit of a shortcoming in my game. But, I'm, you know, I work on them consistently. Do you look at, at guys like the Campeses and the guys of the Frank Bunces who've been around for, for ages and ages and ages and think you're only halfway there? <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, it's different because they were... From the beginning of their careers in international rugby, so I mean, I'm in my 11th season now, so you know, my body's getting a bit weary, my, my my mind's getting a little bit weary. So I don't, I don't even last until I'm 35. But I mean, I take my head off to those guys, and you know, I'd like to, I'd like to one day be able to, you know, be in that in that bracket. But uh, I can't see it happening. You started your, your career early, and uh, as you say, now you're in your 11th career and uh, 11th season. But um, do you find that 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 intensity? is there for the, the big internationals, but perhaps uh, it's, it's difficult to get pumped up for every game. Well, I don't know. I'm actually enjoying it at the moment. I'm really enjoying my rugby. I'm, I'm enjoying Cape Town. Um, I got really pumped up for Northern Freestad in Valcom, you know I mean? I really wanted to play that game. So I think that's the element of the thing that you've got to maintain. If you lose your enjoyment of it and your and your, and your, and your, your psych for it. I said to even before the Tongan test, I said, shit, we've done this so many times, but... Uh, you know, you still get that nervy feeling, and I think that's that's the thing that you got to keep. The intensity and, and 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 the keenness to go. Well, the, the intensity, yeah. I mean, the intensity obviously with with a test match will always be there. I mean, we're never going to be able to compare <coughs> Northern Free State to the All Blacks at Ellis Park. But I mean, it's 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 still the game, and you can get get things out of a game in Welcome that you can't get out of a game in, in you know what I mean at Ellis Park. That's James Small talking to Gerald Decock. Well, to give us further comments on the passing of James Small, we're going to be chatting to the EP Province or Eastern Province Rugby General Director, former Springbok, Junior Springbok, Bulls and Greco's flank forward, SABC Sport Rugby Analyst. Gives me great pleasure to welcome Tando Monana. Tando, it is a sad day for Springbok Rugby as another one of the 1995 legendary Rugby World Cup winning team passes away. Owen, honey, good evening to good you, evening. and also good evening to to your to the listeners. Yeah, well, tragic today. I think uh, for me, it's double tragedy. I mean, earlier on in the morning, I, I heard of Usis Nom Shengonyeli. May her soul also rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just grew up uh, uh, from a couple of streets away from me, and then I'd learnt in the afternoon of the sad passing of uh, James Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, James Moore for me, if if one were to compare him, there was no other better right winger. Mm. Uh, you know, in South Africa, that can still surpass him as, as the best number 14 that we've had. I mean, you look at the previous number 14s uh, in Springbok, uh, you know, history. Uh, he stands out alongside Ray Mort, but I mean, he did his things. And, uh, you know, the the one thing that you, you can always uh, say about him is just his humility as a person. Mm. Uh, you know, he was never someone that uh, would be shy from anything. You know, he always had an opinion. Uh, and he was known as the bad boy of rugby mm. at the time, you know, where uh, many conformed to to what was being put to them. But he was just uh, that uh, 
you know, that guy that would just want to be his own, to his own, and just enjoy the God-given talent. And, I mean, it's just sad to lose him. I mean, 50, Owen, is, uh, is a very, very young age, uh, you know, to, mm-hmm. uh, to, 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 you know to, to really leave us behind. I mean, that's the fourth, number four now from the 1994. If you look back, Kitch Christie uh, passed away, uh, Ruben Kruger, okay. as well as Joost van der Westhazen. Mm-hmm. It is pretty sad, but just give us an indication because there's many uh, play, or, or they might be listening on radio that uh, may not yeah. have been around when that 1995 Rugby World Cup took place here in South Africa. What reputation did he have on the field as a player, James Small? We know he was uh, slightly smaller in stature, played on the wing, number yeah. 14, as you said. But what did he yeah. bring to that team? Look, I think he'll be best remembered in the 1995, uh, if you remember when we went to the quarterfinals, you know, Chester Williams uh, shook the country, he scored mm. four tries against uh, Western Samoa at the time. You look at our first game against Australia, uh, it was uh, also a guy by the name of Hendricks, the left winger from uh, the Lions uh, that, uh, you know, stole the show against Australia, yes. uh, who also was a SABC analyst there. But James Small came to the fore when he was given the biggest task mm. by any rugby player in 1995, and that was to mark Jonah Tali Lomo. Who could ever uh, stop him? <laughs> yeah, and, and also, Owen, you've got to understand that the game went into extra time, which mm. means they played the full complement of the 80 minutes. Yes. And then there was extra time. So in that extra time, it was an additional 20 minutes, 10, wow. 10 minutes aside. So that's equivalent to 100 minutes mm. of making sure that Jonah Lomo, uh, when he was required, did not go past him, but most importantly, uh, couldn't score against James Small. And, uh, and subsequent to that, I think uh, during his... 47 test, uh, he'll be best remembered for making sure that he kept a clean sheet against a Jonah Lomo who never scored against a Springbok mm. up until also his uh, untimely passing. So for me, he'll be best remembered uh, as, as, as one of the greatest finishers. 100 points, uh, he lives uh, on the history books of South African history having scored 20 tries. Mm. Uh, for, for, for the box, but most importantly, three shy away from uh, lifting up that bat for the uh, 50 test uh, for his country, 47. Mm. Uh, that's when it came to, to an end for him. But most importantly, he gave back, Owen. That's very important as a rugby player. Mm. Uh, he spent a lot of time, a considerable amount of time in Poch, uh, where he was involved uh, with, with the coaching. Um, fortunately, he did not coach uh, with the big union, but he did mm. coach with uh, a Robert Dupree as his assistant uh, in, in Porsche uh, mm. before Robert uh, got an offer to go to the Sharks and he stayed on, uh, but was heavily involved. Obviously, if you remember that the 1995, I'm sure he was looking forward to going to Japan because that's what they they sort of uh, formed as the 1995 crew of going and uh, supporting the Springboks every time they go to the World Cup. 2015, mm. he was there in England when we got bronze uh, with the rest of the 1995 crew. So I think overall, uh, you know, for me, the, the, the very important thing and one that we must always remember is that he gave it his all uh, mm. in the name of the, the Springbok uh, green and gold colours. Tanda, I also want to touch on his uh, local records and what he achieved with at provincial level, but we'll do that uh, after this break and uh, we'll be back with more tributes for James Small. Marawa Sports Worldwide. Welcome back to MSW as we continue our tributes for James Small, a 1995 Rugby World Cup winner. Wing James Small, who passed away today at the age of 50 from a suspected heart attack. 
Well, uh, we joined the conversation by Tando Manana. Tando is the uh, EP, Rugby General Manager, former Springbok, Junior Springbok, uh, Bulls and Griquas flank forward and uh, now become an SABC Sport Rugby Analyst. And uh, thank you very much for your time this evening, Tando. We're just continuing that conversation about James yeah. Small. We know how good he was for the Springboks, but yeah. we... He's also got a great reputation playing for provincial sides such as the Old Transvaal. He was the leading try scorer in the 1996 Super 12 season. Yeah, you talk of Transvaal. What about when he went to the Western Stormers when they were known as Western Stormers yeah, then, and yeah. also to the Sharks? So he's played for the big three. Mm. Uh, I don't think he liked the Bulls. So I think uh, <laughs> he chose the other three. Uh, sorry for all the... The Bulls fan, but mm. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, he was coached by great coaches, uh, mm. you know, in his time, in his era. The you look at Kitch Christie, where he had a lot of fondness uh, for for Kitch Christie as a coach, and that's where he came to his uh, to his norm. Remember, Kitch Christie just before 1995 uh, had coached the Lions to the then Super 10, yes, Super 12 yes. uh, mm. competition, and uh, and subsequent to that, in the, at the end of the two, in the 1994 end of the year tour, he was given the task to take the Springbok to coach them on the end of the year tour, and that's when he selected. Uh, I mean, the, the, the many of the likes of Jos van der Westen and as his number one uh, scammer, but mm. to that four also kept on with uh, with uh, James Small, and uh, who formed a formidable partnership with the back three, if you remember, Chester Williams, James Small, and the Rolls Royce himself, mm. uh, Andre Joubet. I mean, who would forget that back three, deadly as anything in, in, in their era, in their time. Mm. And, uh, you know, I think for me, James Small uh, would rate uh, amongst the Category A, A-list uh, players that we've, we've produced in this country. I mean, mm. he comes just not from your rugby playing schools. That's another thing that we have to say. It shows you uh, the the amount of talent for him to be seen coming out from a school called Greenside High. Really? Uh, you'd want to expect that he's coming from your rugby schools, your pal gymnasium, as someone who was born in Cape yeah. Town. But unfortunately, he didn't. So, uh, you know, he, he, he had a, a love for the game. But most importantly, I, I would not want to see James as, as what he was labeled as a bad boy. I would say <laughs> that he was not a bad boy, but he was a complete rugby player, yeah. rugby player through and through. And, uh, you know, when he wore that, uh, that jersey, he pulled it over his, uh, his head. Uh, mm. You know, something just changed within him. Mm. What he did outside didn't matter, but what was important was uh, what he did for, for, for his country and for the provinces that he represented. I mean, he won uh, many silverwares uh, in his career. Uh, yeah. You know, as he, as he prepares to go to go to his final resting place, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he'll be remembered for, for that 1995, which he played a huge part, played in all the games, mm-hmm. in fact, uh, for that 1995, wearing that number 14 jersey. I'm sure there's plenty of rugby player that played alongside James Small that would say if they went into battle, they would want him on uh, their left or right side because he was a feisty character and if ever there was a scuffle on the field he'd be right in there and he would have your back and I guess James Dalton was also that other player that everybody would want because the the character and the fighting spirit they brought to the team was second to none. I mean you're speaking about I mean I remember the the commentator Bill McLaren Hmm? Uh, you know uh, a lot of fondness for James Small Uh, a lot of fondness for the type of player he was I mean a record breaker 
he was earlier on before U.S. Van der Westen clips that uh, record in terms of uh, him getting the most tries for the Springboks at the time, and that record was taken away by Brian Habana. So he's been part of the history books. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we all know that uh, records are meant to be broken. I mean, he's had his uh, fair bit of share in that as well. And I think for me, uh, he became also... Uh, the first Springbok to be ever sent off, if, if people care to remember mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know, that's how feisty of a player he was. Uh, uh, I think the, it was even the, the ref, if I remember, Morrison uh, from England mm-hmm. uh, at the time. But for me, I think, uh, you know, he, he'll, be, he'll be remembered that uh, at a very young age, he took grab of his opportunity that was a lie in wake for him. And I still remember having worked with him in the 2015 uh, World Cup at SABC, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so many things that uh, uh, he would say about the game and uh, how passionate he was about the development of the game and also the development of, of making sure that we had proper coaches within the system that, uh, you know, were quite aware of, of the ins and outs of the game. And and, and that's why today we, we, we pay tribute uh, to James Small. James Small is a rugby player. I think that's what's mm-hmm. important. And uh, for me, that's, uh, that's what's important. I mean, he owned a number of restaurants and then shows you also that he was also one of the uh, first players uh, that went to, to professional uh, era at the time, but became a poster boy before mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the, the skin state of this world. Uh, he was, him and Chester Williams are certainly the, the first real poster boys of South mm-hmm. African rugby. Any word yet on uh, when he'll be laid to rest? Look, I think because everything is happening, uh, the think uh, the the word will be to wait on also what role South African rugby would uh, mm. uh, union would want to play as as they did with Jos van der Westen. And remember, this was an iconic figure. Uh, mm. He's a World Cup winning uh, player as well. So I think the same would be done as it was done to Jos van der Westen and and the other two gentlemen, uh, Ruben Kruger and the Kitch Christie, was done before. Mm. Uh, he deserves that. Uh, whether it will be half-mast or what, it will be up to the government to decide yeah. for South African rugby. But I think, uh, you know, just before he lays, he gets laid to rest, there's a lot of uh, preparation will go into consultation with, obviously, the 1995 WhatsApp group uh, yeah. in terms of, uh, you know,